This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Babs Gray and... Merry Christmas from lady to lady. And always remember, Paul Dano collects teeth. Yeah, Santa. <laughs> Santa, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and afternoon naps are great because you can sleep through your alarm and wake up in a panic twice in one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and I have a great ass, and I still have to write resumes. What the fuck? <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara, Brandy, and of course, Big Tess. We got for everyone that's the fucking best come on baby it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies ladies and ladies ladies and ladies yay that was Santa. Hopefully you could hear him, Santa, from last year. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. He's a terrifying screenshot is how that... He's really creepy. Yeah. He's real close. <laughs> He's a skinny Santa. <laughs> He's, you know, whatever. I was a little sad to not be at Santa. I, I, me and Brandy worked at Santa last no, I, year. No, I, 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 I oh, just you worked at Easter, Easter Bunny. Bunny. Yeah, I saw you. You didn't do Santa? No, I didn't do Santa. Okay. Yeah, yeah I right. just came to hang out right, with right. Santa yeah. <laughs> at one point. I'm sorry I never visited you guys, and I meant to, and I'm at that Target all the time, and I really don't have an excuse. That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. I think that mall, I, I, I think I went into that mall for like the first time properly like a month ago. Wait, really? Yeah, I always just go to the Target. Whoa. You haven't just walked you haven't that experienced mall? the rest of it? No, I should, and as much as I like to smoke pot i think i really could have a fun day there <laughs> it seems like a good pot mall to me because so. everything is slightly off it's a, a very strange it's a very bizarro world yeah. yeah well one thing that struck me upon entering was they had a claw machine you know yes. where you grab the claw prizes starbucks all yeah but it was all starbucks to go cups yeah <laughs> it was like who is this for <laughs> They have gift certificates inside them. Yeah. Trust me, I've sat at that thing and watched people try to get those. So they have gift cards Are they only for Starbucks or are they for different things? They're only for Starbucks. Okay, I actually kind of might go play that. (laughs) You can't do it. Let's bring on our guest. Absolutely. She's an amazing comedian and DJ, Nina Tarr. Hi. Hey, guys. What am I doing with my hands? I don't know. This is not a visual forum. (laughs) I just did, uh, for the viewers at home, I did a fun little hand signal. Yeah, hand crystal it, it kind of looked like very mason yeah, like, I was yeah. gonna say it's something that if Beyonce did people would be like see she's in the Illuminati yeah it's oh, like a Shaka Illuminati situation do you know what together. Um, females <laughs> yeah. do you know what females in the Illuminati are called or in like the, the Freemasons or like the yeah. um, they're called Rebecca's wait really really yeah. <laughs> because so the the Mason range mm-hmm. uh, is like a like the ma- the church of uh, the Masonic Lodge, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, they only have men. Yeah, like, like bricklayers. And, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you're a woman, you can join like the fold. But you're called a Rebecca. Oh. And do you have to go by Rebecca? No, no, no. I think that's just like the term for them. You know, like Got it. like in the Simpsons episode where they're like, "We're the stone cutters," and it's like, "We're the Rebecca's." You know. Whoa. Oh. And then I mean, so then it's like Beyonce says, "Why don't you call Becky, Becky with, with the, the good, good hair?" hair. Whoa, and then, she is so she. Ooh, here comes well, the chalkboard. If you guys like Alex Jones, you're gonna fucking love everything that's gonna come out of my mouth. <laughs> podcast. That's usually what we say at the beginning of the show. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. really that similar tracks. demographics, basically identical Venn diagram. Real Rebecca <laughs> that, Jones. That situation does remind me. I was having this conversation with our friend Amber on Sunday, though, actually about Beyonce being in the Illuminati and just this idea that like. If the Illuminati exists and they're just leaving little puzzles for us everywhere about it, like mm-hmm. why? What's the end game? Because they're in bored theory? and rich. 
And yeah. it's, it's it seems like, like a very on brand like leprechaun thing to do. I feel like right, lepre- yeah. if I was like they're like well, describe what leprechauns do. I'm like, uh, they like gold pots that follow rainbows, probably yeah. little tricks places, make people solve them. You know, right, so right. It's like a, and it's like, is there anything more decadent than having the time to fuck with riddles? Like that is like a oh, very yeah. rich. Bo- That's I, what like I a boy a riddle. Prince I've got does. shit to do. That is like <laughs> yeah. what it's like. Yes. Ooh, another riddle. <laughs> Let me see if we can solve this little brain equation. A boy with fuck high off. socks and like just yeah. Lily, Lily white blonde hair. Yeah, because you have <laughs> to like so part much. of it. Yeah, what is it? Is it part of it supposed to be that you're communicating with other people? And the illum- that's part of it. Okay, right? I actually, that to me makes perfect practical sense. Like, if it's just <laughs> a message to the other initiated, I mm-hmm. see that you would need a code. But the idea that you're throwing a bone to the commoners so that they can, like, do a word scrabble and, like, figure out your game. Like, I don't makes- think that's it. Okay. Okay. I don't think that's the game. I think it's what you're saying before. I think it's also this, like, it's supposed to be this, like, dormant uh, communication mm-hmm. that is, like, just kind of washed over our regular yeah. kind of day-to-day like colloquialisms or whatever the fuck right I mean, right yeah yeah it's also light gaslighting to be like is Illuminati real i don't know there's just enough things it's that like make prob- you wondering like but misinformation like, like if you yeah. flood if you like flood the system with so much misinformation then you don't know if you're you know the if it's too secretive then it's kind of like the the girl doth protest too mm-hmm. much sort of thing and then people can like figure it out but yeah so you're yeah. gonna be like i don't know is it ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like see these crazy people think it is it obviously isn't yeah yeah totally it's definitely yeah. not <laughs> it's like with yeah. aliens. Don't pay attention to the hand thing I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like with aliens, man. They make it seem like the people that see them are super crazy, but then, like, when you, there's a story that you're like, well, that sounds reasonable, then everybody looks Dude. crazy if you've oh, seen an fucking story Finally, of my life. Someone is echoing the reality <laughs> that is screaming in my brain 24 hours a day. Hey, Nina, it's good to see you. It's <laughs> good to be seen for the first time in my whole life. I got left high and dry recently because I was with some girlfriends and someone was like, do you, well, we don't obviously believe in aliens, right? And I was like, well, I do. Of course, no, I do. Yes. Uh, you don't. It's selfish to not. What do you think? You're that fucking important? Exactly. Also, we need to redefine what alien means because alien is on a spectrum. I, yes, I'd say spectrum. life yes. Life is on a spectrum. Yes. So there's something that it doesn't necessarily have to have equivocal, intelligent life to us, but something that has, there could be plant matter, which yeah. does have, you yeah. know. There's that's, a bug somewhere that is on one of those planets. Yeah. That's of a course. fucking alien. Of course. How could you not think that? That's like just such a, also, I think that, um, you know, there's things happening that are kind of unbeknownst to us. Like mm-hmm. we don't have the um, utilities in a quantum level to yeah. like see them or feel them or whatever it may be. Like the best excuse that I heard for like when people have like paranormal, mm-hmm. you know, activity happening or whatever is that it's actually our response to low frequency noises. So we mm. get this kind of like weird effect. It's like things that we're, we don't really like hear that much or see. So then when we're experiencing them, we're like, this is spooky, but we're going to find out probably like, you know, years later, like, oh, this is the scientific validity of what this is. Same with, like, you know, I'd say, you know, fucking hundreds of years ago, and people are like, thunder, God's mad. And they're like, no, thunder is this. You <laughs> know, like, a bowling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> have, like, crazy, like, when it starts raining or any sort of natural disaster. I mean, think about a fucking earthquake. Think about, like, it's, right, it's right. 1,352. God, <laughs> God there's farted. no science. <laughs> An earthquake happens, you're like, well, clearly this is what's happening. You know, this is fucking yeah. crazy. But I think we're going to be able to kind of um, pick apart and, uh, you know, dissect things that, like, what we do can't you explain. Th- but what do people think th- tornadoes were? Like, oh. God flushing 
the toilet. Go, yeah. Dude, toilets didn't exist then, dude. Yeah. They're chamber pots, dude. Barbara, yeah. wake up, dude. It was God ear candling. Accurate. It was like God swallowing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, God's doing a bong rip, like on the world. Dude. <laughs> like, have you ever had like a like a fucking bong, like a like in the chamber of a bong? <laughs> I need to be arrested, dude. <laughs> this woman is Actually, be... that's what we have you here for. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, dang it. <laughs> Classic podcast coup. <laughs> you know, we bring you on a podcast to remain silent. That's <laughs> how the medium works. Oh. I don't know what to say. Oh, no, but I was watching not Planet Earth, but one of those last night. Mm-hmm. And, like, speaking of that, like, just just regular nature is so trippy Shit's yeah. crazy. like regular ass fucking explainable nature like mm-hmm. there's this one part where like there's this crazy uh desert where it never ever ever rains it's like this wasteland that no one can ever survive but like once every 10 year it rains once every 10 years it rains and somehow this flock of flamingos that lives 200 miles away knows that it rains and all comes there at once to fuck what? <laughs> But he's just like eating Barbara's face. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> Look at these horny flamingos. <laughs> They're like, it's really fucking in the rain. That's so notebook of them. You know? Honestly, it was beautiful. Very the romantic. footage was gorgeous. <laughs> that does sound beautiful. Yeah. yeah, there's something really cool that there's like we have certain biological mm-hmm. um predisposed like things that tether us to doing certain things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're just like, well, gotta go here and fuck this alcoholic skater who's at a part of my <laughs> well but would you rather like do that exactly right yeah. is that a good like, analogy exactly. yeah. for this you're the well, flamingo and Orange County is the desert yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say probably better than having to swim upstream for a millennia like the fucking salmon that seems exhausting uh, I'd be yeah. so burdened to have that as like a biological imperative I you know? know but not if it was not if like that was just what you did what uh, if you had to so swim upstream cold. to get like the best dick of your life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> For how long? Uh, how long yeah, are we I swimming know. upstream? <laughs> I feel like I, I'm still swimming upstream in life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. I think we're all swimming upstream and we just don't even notice it because it's our reality. Damn. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Hollywood, David baby. soundtrack. <laughs> we're, all, yeah, we're all the salmon and then what is like Hollywood's the bear just eating you? And oh, like, yeah. Hollywood's the bear. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the system. <laughs> preach, preach. <laughs> nice. Just butter me up and squeeze lemon on me before you eat me. <laughs> oh man you guys my butt hurts i got i had an incident this morning so i was on a run mm-hmm. okay stop bragging i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i literally been working out so intensely <laughs> <laughs> okay. and like i get a nasty cold every year probably because i smoke so much weed i think every year like my lungs are like this is the really? month i think mm. so uh, i smoke a lot of weed i don't you don't get a nasty cold every year never i never get sick Okay, well, that's actually good to know because then that means I can keep smoking weed. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, glad to enable, uh, be an enabler on this behavior. So. Uh, thank you. Uh, but I'm like, this is a year I'm not going to. And I had walked by this place yesterday that was one of these rooms you go to if you want to get like a hangover IV or whatever shot you need. Oh, yeah, that's the white privilege palace. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so I was like, on my run, I'm like, you know what? After this, I'm going to go get a vitamin C shot. So I just like spontaneously went to one of those places. I was just like, yeah, shoot me up. That's utilitarian. I support you. You know what I mean? The hangover intravenous things are like $300 and it's like, just eat some fast food. Exactly. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and smoke some weed. You don't need to get like a $300 IV drip. Because it's like, I drank too many martinis last night and I don't want to feel bad about it. It's like, yeah. well, no, I mean, like the rest of us. It's We're, gonna, yeah. how much time are you really cutting out here? Like half a day? Like, come on. It's Just only for, on it's for professional athletes who can't help but like ravage their bodies the night before a big game. In fact, uh, when you sign in on the check-in form, they ask if you're a professional athlete. Whoa, oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I didn't know. Yeah. Wow. And actually, uh, Sean, my husband works with a professional athlete who like regularly gets those. Like wow. it's very common. It's definitely that. Yeah. It's yeah. Definitely I want to get like, one now just for funsies. <laughs> well, I feel exactly. like LeBron. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. You probably feel like if you're not hungover and you get it, you probably feel fucking amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you probably just feel great, like super hydrated and like just re- like you're on a bunch of fucking beta blockers or something. I kind of want to try both. Like right? the hungover one and the soap yeah, one. Can we get, do you have to prove that you're hungover? Can we get BuzzFeed to like fucking sponsor this? I was going to say, can we like, blog about this? Yeah, because it'd be like, all right, this something. woman like, got one sober and then got one she got hungover. Then I was thinking of doing yeah. a video of how many white claws it takes to get drunk. So then this could be like my pitch to BuzzFeed. Oh like, like three. I'm going to go three. three? Yeah. No, way more. Do way they... more? The alcohol content is 6%. But they don't feel it's like, like anything. A beer. It's a beer. It's basically a beer. How many beers? But like an IPA beer, not even like a Coors Light. Yeah, but not even IPAs. IPAs are like nine percent. Like a a white claw, I think it's like six. It's like a regular. It's like a lager. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I've never stayed on white claw all night, but I would love to join you for that experiment. (laughs) I thought I would talk. I used to talk mad shit on white claw and spiked seltzer, and then I had one, and I was like. That's pretty good. It's oh, yeah. very good. It's, it's very light. It's very good. I'm really into it. I fully support it. But let's be honest. It's malt liquor. Well, it's yes, just sparks. It is. Is, is it malt liquor? going on? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay. like one of those things where they... I don't, I don't drink, <laughs> so I don't, I, don't, I don't know about they what They don't I tell you what kind of booze it is. They literally are just like, and liquor. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so, But it's you know malt. what? I was... Uh, I learned how to drink on malt liquor. Ditto. As most you of know, us did. so I feel like just like if you learn to play the piano before any other instrument, like you'll that'll always be <laughs> in the bedrock of yeah. your personality. Yeah. Wait, so I'd like to. I'm curious about oh. your vitamin C. So shot. I go yeah. in here and yeah, I sign the thing, and I'm like actually texting with Babs, and so like I was, I don't know, I just hadn't thought of it as being anything meat. I was like, I'll just pop in, get the shot, and go. Yeah. You know? It's like a B12 shot. You think it's just a quick grab and go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the woman's like, okay, now stand here and pop your knee, which will like you know, accentuate your butt muscle. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like still texting with Babs. And this woman plunges this needle into my ass. You guys, it hurt worse than a root canal, but in my butt. What? It was like this nerve pain. And you know how most shots, like it's boom and then it's done. This just kept going. I think she did it bad. No, no, no. Apparently the vitamin C shot is like their thickest, most like crazy shot. And after she gave it to me, she's like, yeah, this is the worst one. But like, it was like a full 30 Ooh. seconds of gnarly, just Ooh. like, and I could feel the liquid like going into my ah. muscle and I like came up Ooh. and I was like, I'm going to faint. I'm, I'm feeling really, really uh, lightheaded and I'm going to faint. Yeah. And the room was just like spinning and I was no. hearing that like ringing noise Ooh. and she hooked, had to hook me up to an oxygen tank. Was it worth it? Did you get sick? I feel amazing right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was worth it. I think so. Yeah. See, I get B12 <laughs> shots every like... I don't know, like 
every month or so. Because, like, if I'm like, all right, I got like a big weekend or like I have to shoot yeah. a bunch or do whatever. Yeah. They don't like do that like preemptively because they're only walk- fucking $15 mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Walking Clinic. One of my guy. favorite places in Los Angeles. Right? That place <laughs> is great. So how, what is this B12? Like, what do you, what does it do? It's just, uh, it sustains your energy. So it's mm-hmm. like if you have like a big, or if you just feel kind of crappy, a little yeah. lethargic, if you're prepping for something. I mean, I don't know if it's kind of snake oil, you know, and it has a placebo effect, but even if it does, like it's fifteen dollars for me to feel them. Yeah. yeah, and the Hollywood Walk-In, I will say, is really fun place. What I like about it is mm-hmm. that they have all of these just shitty pictures of like, here's Fred Astaire. <laughs> <laughs> he got his beat. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Gloria Swanson. And you're like, really? Her? Okay. And then it's like, Jimmy Stewart. It's like all old Hollywood photos. They're like, all right, here's fucking... Doris Day, and like, of course, we got a classic Marilyn Monroe. We got a few of those up in there. It's the same decor of like the dry cleaners in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it's just weird that they have that at a Hollywood walk in clinic. I'm like, we don't need this, guys. No, I can't say enough good things about the Hollywood walk in clinic. It's clean. It's the one like right in Hollywood. It's on Selma in Cahuenga. Everyone works there. It's very nice. Everyone's hot. Yeah, all the doctors. It was are also a weed clinic, right? Yes. Yeah, still back in the day when you needed a weed script, you could also like literally. I have gone there and gotten strip, strip, strip throat, strep throat medication and a weed prescription from the same doctor. Wow, dude. Yeah. Damn. And they cater to actors that like don't have insurance. Yeah, right, so it's right. really oh, reasonably really cool. priced. It's yeah. usually hot people in the waiting room. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the best place. It yeah, sounds like a fun hang. It's a cool. Yeah, hang. I just want to go chill. Yeah. Just go hang. Just go. It's a fun. Put out vibe in that lobby. Work my screenplay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, th- there is Wi-Fi in the waiting room. Wow. <laughs> Stop blow the spot up too much. Somebody should do like headshots right there. Yeah. Should be like a one-stop oh, yeah. shop. Get one right after your B12 shot. Just like pose it out immediately. God. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my god! So is your butt okay from your run? It, it my sore? butt's fine from, from my run, shot. but it's from the shot. My butt cheek still feels like I'm very inflamed. It hurts really bad. Damn. Fuck. Yeah. So I'm is sorry. that outweighing the vitamin? Like, um, where do we land? I'm so glad I did it. All right, I got an <laughs> advice for you because I smoke weed very regularly as yeah. well. I don't get sick. I used to get sick a lot. Do you sleep a lot? I don't sleep enough. No. Okay, I sleep like I'm an eight-hour bitch. Is I that how you do it? I sleep a lot. I sleep a lot. <laughs> sleep helps. Sleep helps a, a lot. And if you're about to get sick, do you use oil of oregano? No. That shit, you've got to buy that. What's That's that? number one. So whenever you get, like, have you had, like, a face melter shot at, like, um, you know, Nature Well or yeah, whatever the fuck? Yeah. So it's like the, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm feeling a little under the weather, mm-hmm. you do, like, it's like ginger, cayenne, um, oil of oregano, and mm-hmm. uh, what else do they usually put in? Like, lemon, something like that. Sure. But the oil of oregano specifically has, like, this, uh, it's a natural um, an- antiseptic. Mm-hmm. And so when you have, you just do a few drops in, like, in a water if you're feeling sick. I mean, dude, I used to, I thought. I just had a shitty immune system because I would get sick sometimes a few times a year. Me and, too. And starting when I was like pretty young, yeah, like I like a kid up until a few years ago, and now I like I never get sick, and I'm like. I treat my body pretty well, but I drink alcohol. Like I drink pretty regularly and I smoke weed yeah. and I like I stay up pretty late because of my job, and so and I'm like usually pretty fucking golden. How often do you take hmm. the oil of oregano? Just when I'm feeling a little okay under the weather. When it's and, coming on a little bit. Yeah, I'm just like, eh, mm. I feel like there could be something happening. Um, I and think I the take sleep sh- is the important thing here. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, a yeah, shit yeah. ton of vitamins. <laughs> do you fuck with vitamins? No. I mean. Oh, man. No, I should. You got to get turmeric up in there. You I do, do love turmeric. 
to fucking turmeric every day. I, guess turmeric I, don't, is, I don't consider turmeric a vitamin. Anti-inflammatory. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I so I, I do to take love turmeric. Advil a lot. Oh, I don't do Advil, and I never take it anymore, dude. Yeah, mm. fucking yeah. I don't know. I I'm very healthy. I don't know why it doesn't make sense. I don't treat my body. That you just said all, you just the said all these nice. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah but I drink alcohol and like you know. I mean, so do I. Have yeah. sex with like dumb men. So like, <laughs> it's like those are two like. Oh, is that bad for your health? I mean, of course it is. You're probably building your immunity through the dumb men. Oh my yeah. god, you're right. It's like a kindergarten teacher. For oh sure. my. This is not oil of oregano. Yeah. This is oil of alcoholic skateboarder. Yeah, of Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the like essence you, of Dave. You meet teachers for the first year they're a teacher, they're like sick all the time, and then they have this insane immunity. Oh my god, yeah. my sluttiness is actually making me healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so sure. tight. I think god. you need to write a book about this. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. yeah, just like make out with a bunch of dudes you meet at a bar for the next five years, and then exactly you'll be chill. That yeah. is kind of my thing. I just don't ever worry about it, and usually it works out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's what it, I think that there's there's a lot of credence into that model <laughs> of, mm-hmm. as well. If you're just like. Hey man, I just let it flow and then it comes <laughs> on over to me. See, I'm doing that and it's not working. <laughs> You're like, I'm not sick. This is fine. You're like falling <laughs> apart. You're like leaking from the orifices in your face. I mean, honestly, I just like weed so much that this is so bad. Like the reason I don't want to get sick is because I hate getting a cold and not being able to smoke weed. I hate. Why don't you just vape? Do you switch it to another? Digital weed's different than flower. I, yeah, I feel it's not you. the same. If you love it's like flower, eye. it's not like I understand. I'll do it for a few days, and I'm like, I just want to smoke pot. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm hoping to avoid that travesty this year. Yeah, <laughs> do you like edibles and oils hit differently too? Yeah. Oh my god, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Right. Edibles yes. are just a roll of the dice. Yes. I'm just like oh. oh even Great, now, I can't look that's somebody in the do. eyes for the next oh, five okay. hours. Yeah. Edibles. Like, hmm. Here's the thing. The cannabis industry wants to make you think that there are different kinds of edibles. There aren't. There's no sativa and there's no indica because it's going through your digestive system. So by the time it passes the blood-brain barrier, mm-hmm. your body actually turns it into something called delta hydroxy three, I believe is the right name. And so it's actually literally a different substance. Mm, that's the I, I Whoa, completely. That's why I feel so fucking. Yeah, yeah I completely believe huh. that. That's like so. That makes so much sense because. There, it's it's I, I don't think it's as um, similar to like different types of alcohol affecting you differently. I think that's a bit of a misnomer. But I think that the way and like our cannabinoid receptors like receive the, this this like THC, I think is completely like different. Because whenever I have an edible, I'm not a big fan, but when I do, I'm like this just feels like I'm on drugs. Yeah, you I know, feel like, like you're like, on like acid yeah. or something. We're not even like hmm. it's like. Uh, I don't know. Almost like a painkiller. Like I feel it feels like zonked. Like me too. Yeah. Yes. I, I take don't edibles like for insomnia sometimes. I just take it on a plane or a plane, when I just have course. to sit in a chair for a few hours. Oh my like, god, that yeah. is my worst nightmare. I love it, dude. <laughs> I would, I would fucking tear everyone's face off. I got oh so god. high on a plane and I was like, I'm gonna watch the fucking Luciano Pavarotti. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm secretly 71 years old and I love opera so much dude. do you Pavarotti. go to the opera here? Um, no I go to the opera in New York wow the New York Ooh. opera? the Metropolitan oh. um, yeah I like oh. to go to the to the Metropolitan Opera How, yeah it's fun dude I don't know I love opera do you have opera glasses? Um, I don't okay. but I got a few gowns I just got a few gowns going around. I know for the listeners, I probably sound like a trash woman, but I'm pretty fancy. No, no, no. No, You have many layers. I have many layers. I'm not just a trash garbage girl, but. uh... No, this is what is amazing about 
today is we get to be all of those things. Yes. Yeah. So most operas are in Italian or a different language, it, right? It's Italian or French. Uh, just some are German. Um, so do you like read the summary of like what you're going to watch have before? A, or, it's like, pretty how obvious what's a, going on usually, right? They have a translator on the top of the stage. Yeah, you can oh, see. Yeah, okay. Or they have um, like at the Metropolitan Opera House, they have um, subtitles like it, actually in, in like digitally. Yeah, yeah. In front of you in the seats. It's very, very high tech. Wow, that's but crazy. You yeah. don't necessarily, I mean like look, I think the beauty of it more the mood of the yeah I think the beauty of it is that it's in a different language and then so it kind of affects you in a different way and you can kind mm-hmm. of placate your own uh, narrative from it and it's almost like okay we were talking about massages before we were recording and I think the reason why I like going to uh, like Thai places or Chinese places is because when the uh, massage therapists are communicating with one another it's in a different language mm-hmm. so you don't have to hear this like totally you know out. a girl named Jessica talk to her fucking co-worker <laughs> Charlotte about yeah, yeah. like you know like oh like blah 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 like I'm like Ugh. I like that it's in a foreign language I'm like I can disassociate from yeah, that. Right. whatever is happening and just yeah. like view it in the own in my own like um mm. I don't know hemisphere. You know? yeah, also, yeah. I just feel like Italian in particular is such a horny like beautiful Ugh, language. Fucking that love it. Italian. <laughs> manja, manja, manja. My favorite horny. my favorite language <laughs> is Portuguese. I'm Portuguese. Oh my god, Brazil. Mm. Brazilian Portuguese oh, in okay. particular. Well. Oh my god. Are you from Portugal? Yeah, Portugal, so Portugal. Cool. And it's like a different language. Yeah, but it is. Brazilian Portuguese is also beautiful. I just love Brazilian music and I love just like Bachma Kumba. You know? Soy like, papi. I love Brazilian It's like really bouncy. Yes. It's like a weird bouncy language. It's so cool. And it kind of matches like the ethos there. Like Brazilian people are very oh, bouncy yes. and sing-songy and oh, I love Brazilian people. <laughs> I love it. Ugh. Yes. I need to go to San Paulo. I want to go to San Paulo too. I want to go to Carnival really bad too. That would be sick. Yeah. My favorite stepmom is from Brazil. Your favorite stepmom? Yeah. My (laughs) stepmom. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Beth. I'm Tess. And we're Nina. Hi. Um, <laughs> hey. Hi. So this is my real voice. <laughs> I know you guys are probably confused because you've heard a lot of different ones, but this is my resting voice. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so crazy, dude? Oh, the man. rumor mills are churning in Los Angeles comedy scene. Lady to Lady podcast reveals. <laughs> Nina does real voice. Oh. God, that is what it feels like with just like comedy, like gossip and just, it's so funny. There's just always something going on. It's like, God damn it. Oh yeah. Fucking Kumail's abs came out yesterday. Oh my God. That was yeah. breaking Twitter, the internet, dude. It's like, Twitter fell apart. Yep. Really? Yeah. Twitter fell apart? No, happened? I just mean, you know, everyone just like, it, oh, it was yeah. like a little take on it. You know what's crazy, dude? Kumail goes to the same gym as me, bodybuilders on Hyperion. Oh, really? I, I have seen there all the time. There. He has a trainer and I'm like, yo, you've been working on that when I was there, like I've been, I seen there all the time. Yeah, and so Crispin Glover also goes to that gym. Oh, wow. what if, I, just imagine probably, Crispin Glover th- with those exact same photos. Maybe he got <laughs> some jacked. like vampire blood from Crispin Glover. Oh, that would make he sense. Did. Okay, He's probably would you guys that. smash Crispin Glover? Yes, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank God. yeah. I think his workout workout is just like him, just like hanging from the rafters <laughs> in the corner uh-huh. and hissing abs onto himself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Crispin Glover. He's the best. Uh, oh, he's amazing. 
Him and so uh, that uh, that Charlie's Angels movie. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Where he's just like ripping out Drew Oh my god! And smelling it. Yeah, that's hot. I mean, what? He yeah, said it's that, weird. Right? Yeah, okay. it's, it is in a way that I'm troubled by. But yeah. <laughs> I like Back to the Future Crispin Glover. Well, when, yeah. Oh, duh. Yeah, he's great he's in that too. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. Because oh he seems God. attainable. Mm-hmm. He was also, oh, God, no, River's Edge, Crispin oh. Glover. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number one. I don't know. Wilfred. Is that what it's called? The rat one? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Isn't I think it, it's not Wilfred. Wilfred. It's, it's something like, like that. I it's know what name. you're talking about. It's a name. What is it? Crispin Glover rat. Hold on. <laughs> I think it's Wil- Willard. Willard. It's so yes. close. Willard. So close. Yeah, it's my. that's my grandfather's name. <laughs> Willard. See, it's meant nice. to be, if you ever meet him, you have a pickup line. <laughs> yeah, true. exactly. Hey. <laughs> Do you mean about rats? It was my grandfather's name. So <laughs> you want to rip my hair out or what? <laughs> I just gave him clippings. Like, I thought that you would like this. Hey, yeah. I present a bunch of hair like, in a Oh, I wanted to rip it out. Oh, <laughs> it's not funny if you give it to me. I'll like this. <laughs> He's just, <laughs> poor guy. Every time he gets hair, his hair cut, it's probably somebody's like, hey, you want, you want the shaving? <laughs> what do you want? No, that was a character. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a whisper man. Yeah, definitely. I bet he's pretty chill because i bet he's like probably pretty mellow actually honestly i don't think i could have a five minute conversation with him what yeah he definitely could nah. he seems interesting eh. there's probably like some persona shit happening there too, yeah and i bet know? he's into like D. <laughs> uh. but people who are into that don't necessarily that's not what they talk about yeah it's not yeah, yeah. no no it's not that's it's like, like people that go to burning man like they don't always talk about burning man <laughs> is it a part of their is it an indelible part of their personality yes <laughs> Does it make you want to hang out with them? Probably not. No, see, but- I feel like I could have a conversation with anyone who goes to Burning Man. Oh, absolutely. Oh, like- really? <laughs> <laughs> see, I feel like I feel like me and Crispin could really get some get some talking points on that. Yeah, we could be like, hey, Crispin, that's a fun name. Derivative, yeah. please. Crisp. Be like, what? Hey, Chris- what is that from? Mm-hmm. Is that like Croatian? Is that Lithuanian? Oh, it's a derivative. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. What is he? Is yeah. he just like regulatory, like standard issue white guy? Seems like it. He's yeah. probably like, you know, he's like, uh, he's probably like German, Irish, I mean, English. I'm just saying, you be, you chat, look for him in the gym. You guys become gym buddies. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I don't You're know how texting to... each other at five in the morning like, hey, we got to go Sometimes today. at the gym, I'll do like, I mean, yeah, I definitely want to do like something at the gym to Crispin where I'm like. <laughs> just see what happens just picking up a little two pound oopsies <laughs> did I do that that's what you have to yeah. do yeah did I do that <laughs> anyway Chris but you like Urkel he's a fun guy right <laughs> <laughs> Um, he seems like he like spits on women during sex, though. <laughs> totally, and also, yeah, and I, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, why not? <laughs> Wait, why not? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's gross. People are gross. What? Yeah, he could be like a. He seems like a head pusher. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's a wild card. I could see it going like any direction. I could see him being kind of lazy. Oh, definitely. Mm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, starfish dick. Mm. Yeah. Mattress back. Yeah. Starfish dick. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. So. <laughs> I see. Starfish dick. No, okay. So. <laughs> I see. I, I did the math in my head. I understand. Yeah. I, no, this just, I actually had a separate thought, but 
So I keep seeing the word sunfish on the internet. Have you guys seen this? No. So in like one of those, you know, like fucking Facebook women's groups I'm in, people mm-hmm. will post something and they'll be like, my sunfish, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck what is does that, that mean? <laughs> going on? I found out that they're saying it instead of man because Facebook is like targeted people who say that like men suck or whatever. And oh. some people are using the word sunfish instead Wait, of men. Wait, what? I feel like fuck? I just gave away a secret that I shouldn't have. Wait. But no, we should know about <laughs> yes. this. Wait, that if you see sounds anyone say sunfish. Like sunfish, like fucking sunfishes must die. It's a yeah, weird, yeah. it's a very weird, weird. I don't know what. But if no. you see it on the internet, that's what it means. <sighs> Just okay. so y'all know. I do know that Facebook was being really shitty about people who it were talking was. shit about men. And yeah. it's like, I can't fuck with Facebook anymore, guys. I'm done. Yeah, I don't want to get done. invited to like like an MLM by somebody that like was mean to me in middle school. I'm fucking done. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, I only hey girl, messenger. I haven't noticed I'm selling leggings. They're 20% off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clutching t- t- for the internet for relevancy. It's so sad. How, do, how does it keep happening? MLMs? The, MLMs? Yeah. You t- listen to the podcast. Well, Wait, I what's did, the dream? Especially what's to everyone, multi-level marketing. Oh, like pyramid schemes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, did you listen to the dream, Brandy? No, I didn't. You it's must. It's a great podcast. Yeah? It's very good. This yeah. is a great plug in a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And podcast. like, just giving them that free plug roo. But cool. it is a really good show. But it's about, um, well, you know, if we plug their podcast, they plug five more for us. And yeah, that's we... the thing. And then we just need them. <laughs> yes. And then actually by we the end, we'll be, here. Yeah, we'll be the top <laughs> yeah, yeah. podcast and we all get a pink Cadillac. <laughs> so actually, um, that is what we're working towards. It is, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but basically the reason that they persist, it's actually kind of speaks to this huge like economic problem. It's mostly right. women that do it because it's like moms that have been pushed out of the workplace yeah, yeah. and don't and need a way to make money in the home. Yes. And and, and they also yeah. try to uh, give them this false sense of agency yes. yeah, where yeah. it's like you know, and they prey upon a lot of immigrants as well. So yes. Herbalife especially would be like, you know, you came to this country and, uh, you know, you might be a house cleaner or you might be doing janitorial work but you can or be something like this. On the side. Yes, and they yeah. think about it, that whole kind of mechanism Ugh. of the American dream yeah. of yeah. like, you can be your own business person. Mm-hmm. They don't think that the U.S. has loopholes in it that can make for a very nefarious kind of system. They're like, especially if you're coming from like Mexico, you're like, oh, I came to the U.S. because yeah. this is a very like proper country that's like mm-hmm. run in a way where things like there's not corruption happening on this level and so then yeah. they they end up like spending so much money because they call it in the podcast like a uh, work with dignity so it's like mm-hmm. you know let's right, say that right. they work for somebody now they're like oh look i'm a business person people call me sir or miss and like it's so fucked up and a lot of these um these um mlms are connected to religious affiliations yeah, yeah. so and organizations like um a lot of them are christian based and so they kind of prey upon people's like god faith. wants you to succeed and yeah. God wants you to have and, and if, if you, you leave pray, if you leave they leave. do this crazy shit where they're just kind of like well I guess you know the God Lord, the you. Lord's spirit I guess hasn't been that vibrant within you lately and I, you know so then they kind of really test your uh, relationship with your own faith as well so I mean it's fucked it really is so so fucked up and it's so interesting just the way I mean look I fucking this is what's so crazy about it and how kind of to unearth like this whole thing when I started listening to that podcast the dream especially in the first episode I was like oh my god I was in a pyramid scheme really a mm. few years ago I was in a pyramid scheme it was called the women's circle so if anybody's out there listening oh, I've to heard this, of this it's a pyramid scheme yeah what is whoa, it? Whoa, whoa. it is complete I'll, I'll tell you exactly what Please. happened yeah, I yeah. love to talk this is amazing because I've never talked about this before yeah. Ooh, shit. and yeah. it's really like because I, I just listened to that podcast like a few months ago and I was listening to the first episode where they talk about the airplane game the airplane game is basically like 
um, I, I'll kind of try to give you an abridged version, but mm-hmm. they're like, okay, we have uh, there's two pilots that mm-hmm. have the plane. Then there's the passengers. Then there's like the person who owns the plane is at mm-hmm. the top. Yeah. Okay. And so what they do is that the people from the bottom, like if you come in, you give five hundred dollars to the pilots, mm-hmm. and the pilots give that. Like, but it, I don't know how it fucking works. Like structurally, the way they explain it on the podcast, though, you, you as a rational person are like, I could see how I would think I would yes. make money off of, of that. course, exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. what happened in women's circles. So I got approached by a woman who was friend of mine and again people that are in pyramid schemes especially at lower levels they are not trying they think they're helping you that's really because they've been telling themselves that they've Mm -hmm. been helping themselves and so it's when somebody your trusted confidant will bring you to the fold a family member is usually how you get in you're like oh this person wouldn't do me wrong but they don't think they're doing you wrong they don't think they're doing themselves wrong Mm -hmm. so i got asked by a good friend of mine she was like hey i i I got asked to join this women's group. And I was like, that sounds great. She's like, yeah, we talk every uh, week on the phone. It's like a group chat. And there, there's, um, we talk every week on the phone. We like the, uh, the kind of leader, she gives us like assignments and everything. So this is how it works. The leader is the dessert. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then outside of that kind of concentric circle, there is uh, two entrees mm-hmm. and then there are four appetizers mm-hmm. so you, the oh ground God. floor is an oh appetizer God. you come <laughs> in you pay five hundred dollars to the dessert mm-hmm. so so the so she's but getting, what was it to do was there a product or it was nothing just, no, like just what, for the support the dream they, they talk about the airplane game there's no product it's, it's just like exact same as the airplane game when i listened to that first episode i was like Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, I was in a... Fu- oh, my God. Yeah, well, did I ever get that money back? No, because they didn't recruit anybody. I, then okay, I realized, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't recruit anybody because then I, I... The longer I was in it, I was like... I don't know, but it was weird. It wasn't... Because some pyramid schemes are all different. Like, some are, like, require you to buy product, awesome. you know? And then you keep shit. getting yeah. deeper mm-hmm. and deeper in. Mm-hmm. But some are just flat rate. You pay 500 or whatever, $1,000, and mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, if you want to make that money back, you can, but you can, you know, you got to recruit somebody to do this, and that's how, you know, then you split off. So basically the goal is that all the appetizers, mm-hmm. like a, every appetizer the, could get one person. If you get one person, then the group, then you become an entree. An entree. And then this group would split because then all your mm-hmm. appetizers then would get another person, then you become the dessert. I and see. then you could do the circle again if you want. Exactly like in the airplane game. Wow. So is there like a super dessert that gets a part of no, that No, because then too? you would just get back down into a new group. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. The dessert would then leave the circle. And and yeah, it was this whole thing. This <laughs> happened to me this like five years ago. I was all for it. I was like, and I knew a lot of the women in the group. There were like a lot of my friends. And I was like, well, all my friends are doing it. So this seems legit. What are you guys talking about in these groups? Um, Is it just like. Like uh, at like harnessing female energy. Like okay. a shit that I'm super into. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot of my female. And that's what's so fucked about, mm-hmm. about it. They preyed upon women who were trying to do good for other women. Jeez. And that's what was so dark about it. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I got so tricked because I was like, oh my God, I'd love to be able to connect with like this femininity with like this group of women. Some I know, some I don't. Learn about their experiences. We can kind of, it was a, it was yeah, a therapeutic yeah. group. Mm-hmm. That's what the point of it was. So it's like, you think like, oh, this doesn't seem fucked up at all. It's also, there's no product link to it. It's not this capitalistic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. so, so all of it, like from me coming in, I was like, oh yeah, yeah cool. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And then it wasn't until that's how good of a pyramid scheme it is that it wasn't until I listened to the dream when I was like, that was a fucking pyramid scheme. So what made you what made you leave? <sighs> this is super juicy. This is crazy. Oh. <laughs> One of the girls in the group, and this had never happened to me before. 
but one of the girls in the group, she's a friend of mine, been friends with her for years. I was dating this guy and uh, I threw her a birthday party. This guy met her at the birthday party, this guy that I was dating. And then they started fucking behind my back. And then I was like, I found out like a week later, he like called me crying because male fragility, he should feel bad, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he, so he calls me, he's like, oh, I've been sleeping with Blue. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, you guys both suck. Bye to you both. And yeah. then she was like, hey, she never apologized. She was like, listen, I just feel like you guys didn't have a really strong connection and we did. Oh. And I was like, okay, we can't be friends because your morality is different than mine. Yeah. She still wanted to be friends and I was like, just respect the, f-. like, I just think there's a few things in a friendship yeah i think a cornerstone of it, it really is morality if you say that look if i think like you know xyz is wrong i disagree with it you think xyz is fine and you agree with it that's fine and that's totally your prerogative but we can't align there's certain things and i'm like yeah. well i just don't feel the same way and that's yeah, an integral can't. like human level and so we shouldn't we can't yeah. be friends because mm-hmm. of this so i was like just respect my my you know wishes and my distance Anyway, I had to still be in this group with her. And I was just like, you are in a women's group and you fucking fucked your very, very close friends like like, dude she was dating. While and met him while she was throwing you a birthday party. That's what was so and I was like, this is such bullshit. I don't want to be in a group with a woman that and I even talked to like the fucking dessert about it. And I was like, I just don't (laughs) feel I swear to you, dude. I was like, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't. And she's like, well, maybe we can move you to another group. And I was like, I just don't like this. Yeah, I don't like any of this. I also I was working a lot at the time. And they would make me feel guilty for missing calls. We'd have a conference call at like 7 p.m. every Wednesday. And I'd be Ooh. like, I work freelance. I'm like, well, I got to do this. And they're like, well, it's just like some of us are trying a little harder. And I'm like, all right, oh fucking God. suck my dick. No, 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 no. Nobody schedule, makes me feel bitch. guilty about like me working on like cool shit. No. And this fucking chick fucked uh, like yeah. the dude I was dating. So peace. So I just bounced. And I was like, I'll take the loss. I don't care. Because the thing, too. It made me feel like it was my choice that I left. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, fine. Did I did it work? Whatever. Did, did the money? I'm like, fine. Whatever. That's a loss. Mm-hmm. I I gave money away, and that's a loss, and it's fine. And I just decided to like wash my hands clean of it. I didn't want to be associated with it anymore, and so I left. Was it like a one time fee or like yeah. a, okay? Like- and then if you can join again. If you'd like, kind of, and start from the bottom of the pyramid. God, but it's like you don't feel bad bringing people in because you're like, we're all gonna make money. Yes, all you have to do is bring mm, that next person, and they're gonna make money too. They don't. So you're not seeing the end where it will eventually run out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because you only know so many people, yeah. or whatever it may be. Uh-huh. But also, they—it's so funny. They call it women's circle because, and they act like it's a concentric circles, like dessert, and then. Uh, you know, Entree. fucking entrees and then appetizers. And so they don't think it's like, that's a fucking pyramid. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. four, <laughs> two, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the <laughs> way, appetizers are my favorite part of the meal. So <laughs> they got the whole order wrong, I think, too. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Also, I what woman apps. gets appetizers and dessert? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Like, jeez, honey, I'm not gonna indulge. Yeah. Pretty juicy. That's that is a crazy. salacious story, right? Yeah. I didn't yeah. well, Never... How much were? You, how much were? You, when were you supposed to get paid, or did you get paid? Like, if I g- recruited somebody. Yeah. Then they would pay me five hundred dollars. So I'm paying whoever recruits me. So it's not like the dessert 
gets so, it. It's like the how does this work? It's like is it like a deposit that then you get back if you bring in somebody else? Kind of. Well, no, because it's not a deposit. Because I thought it's not yours. Five hundred to the dessert. So it wasn't. It, okay, I think I gave okay. five hundred to the entree. I'm trying to remember how the it's purposely confusing. Makes money. Of course, yeah. If we Wikipedia pyramid scheme, I'm sure there was there would be yeah. literally a a diagram that shows how yeah. it's an unsustainable model, but looks huh. like on the surface it is sustainable. It is a miracle of. God, that I was never pulled into one. <laughs> I have no idea how I avoided I know, this. same, yeah. Very, I'm lucky. Very, very proud of you, Tess. <laughs> Thank you. Because I love, like, get-rich-quick schemes. I remember this <laughs> this girl from high school that I hadn't talked to, and we'd been friends, and we had a weird high school falling out. We hadn't talked in years. And then she called me up out of nowhere a few years ago and tried to get me in on some acai berry juice oh, shit. Oh, my God. And I was like, this is what you're going to call me for? You're not going to like, you know, like we stopped being friends because like you didn't apologize because you're uh, a shitty friend. And then you're going to call me five years later and try to like pull me into. I was like, I was like, are you trying to get me involved in a pyramid scheme? And she's like, what? No, it's just a really good juice. And oh, I was like, no, no, no. I, was like, I got juice. It's the desperation. That's what happens yeah. is that like the desperation yeah. starts mm-hmm. to like weigh on you. And then you're just like, <gasps> contacts. Who can I reach out to? Oh, and you're it's just, actually yeah. the entertainment industry, but with leggings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you get to it where you're like, okay, I don't. You just gotta like just get somebody in here. Yeah, you just gotta like man. I who can I call? Who do I know? Yeah, to bring her show for her <laughs> fucking appetizer. I mean, it yeah. is like I, I'm impressed that it had to make so many people get over their phone anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> like they're yeah. talking to people because they just got but so that's, desperate. I think probably part of it. Like that's part of how they fuck with you is like mm. any hesitation that you might be feeling. It's not because you're in a shady situation. It's because you just got to get the nerve. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. It's like you yeah. control your destiny. That's yeah. really what do they. You want to live the American dream? That's a crazy thing that it preys upon is that like, oh, well, listen, your inability to make money in this is kind of all on you because you are actually the arbiter of your own business. And uh, if you can't do it, then, well, that's just kind of your fault. It's not the product. (laughs) It's not the product, my friend. Okay. And it's not the mech. Look, other people are making money. You is know, there like and a, it's just like a person that developed this. Like, is there like a figurehead of some kind? The airplane guy is, I think, the first one. Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think it started like one of the first, like the, the history of MLMs. It's like it started with like Amway, which uh-huh. is yeah. still like an actual. Amway's uh, still around. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the most power. Mount- it goes all the way up to like presidents. Like, yeah, Obama oh, yeah. name dropped Amway in a state uh-huh. of yes. nation speech. I think. Yes, and then there was. So it started with Amway Tupperware parties, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with Sex like, toy parties, all that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, and like, um, like Mary Kay. But like, I uh-huh. think it's probably started. I I would assume it started uh, probably like after like in the forties, maybe like I when there's so. an economic boom after yeah. World War II. They talk about. It. Remember, there was that one one of the first primitive ones was about uh, it was like a holiday mm-hmm. yeah holiday that's what magic. it was holiday magic yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but I think it is like post-war economic boom the country has never seen this type of mm-hmm. money happen before and so at first I think that it is was a sustainable measure because pyramid schemes do work for the people that first mm-hmm. get involved yeah they yeah. totally work well and also women had just been kicked out of the workplace again and wanted to yes. have some that, agency yeah, have that agency right. yeah uh, and be like okay well you know I used to actually you know have some some value mm-hmm. in the workforce and now yeah, let yeah. me let me uh you know acquire that mm-hmm. again by like but in a way that doesn't threaten my husband yeah <laughs> okay. yeah it's all in the domestic sphere you're just having girlfriends over for drinks oh, yes man. and like facial products i mean makeup is obviously a huge one when i was a kid i remember a couple of times i don't think we ever ended up buying stuff we my mom had a few friends through the church that would like be like you're a summer or an autumn and then yeah. they do so much makeup on your face and i'd be like i'm 10 and wearing 
eyeshadow. He looked like John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want any of <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, my my mom got inv- got pulled into some too. Because do you remember Usana? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what a pure. That? That's a vitamin company. Yeah. So yeah. there's a few. Uh, there's okay. I'm gonna just name some of the uh, yeah, yeah. some of the pure like some MLM companies that like we wouldn't think. So Rodan and Fields, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a fa- that's a skincare line that yeah. actually is pretty good mm-hmm. and a lot of but but the way that it works is yeah. I still okay, but the good stuff. I still don't understand what the problem is if it's good. Like if it's product that I would want to buy anyway. Is it really a problem to buy it from like my friend? No, if it's helping them. But you're buying it from your friend. But but what they they don't. It's like what they lay out in that podcast, which is they don't want you to just buy the products. They want mm-hmm. you to buy the line. So then you become a seller. Right. That's yeah. the whole goal that you become a seller. Not that you just buy products. You can just buy products, and it doesn't do anything for their bottom line because you have to buy in. You have to do mm. get the yeah. developer kit. You know the starter. It pack. takes the risk off the company and puts it on. It exploits you as like exactly. a person within it. Yeah. Yes. And so so there's uh yeah Rodin Fields Usana Juice Plus. That's another uh, herbalife. A lot of juices for Juice sure. Juice Plus is the um, is is another like vitamin company. Okay. Um, so vitamins are a big one because they say like they'll just be yeah. like you know you can't get this product anywhere else. Okay, and that's why you know you're not going to see it in stores because yeah. it's really special. <laughs> I knew okay? uh, DoTerra or whatever that is. DoTerra, exactly. Yeah, Lularoe. Thrive, Thrive is one. My cousin is always posting about some. So some of these products are in stores. So DoTerra has these mints that are like those. I've seen those, yeah. Mm. Those are in store. So it's like, yeah, some of them are legit. Pro- I mean, they are legit products. So yeah, it's yeah. like, I think it's with any business, like in terms of its like uh, validity, it's on a spectrum. There's some like total horseshit fucking shitty companies and there's some that are, mm-hmm. you know, pretty legit, but they still operate in this kind of modus operandi that is uh, exploiting people that are coming in or trying to exploit people. But they have such a brilliant way of masking that and kind of circumnavigating what you either like, no, 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 don't look over there. It's this. Yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> you know? is it uniquely American or is it, are there like international ones? I think it is American it because of really the, American. the loophole that we have in our, we have the least amount of business regulation. Yeah. One of the least amount that of business regulation. That goes back to the Amway going all the way up to the president. Thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, they they keep loosening the yeah. the regulations. Yes, on it. and so that's why because a lot of companies, especially in like Europe, they you can't you just. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a lot of people don't want to start companies in Europe because there's like not really a kickback. You don't get a tax break. Yeah, yeah. Most of my all my family live in Europe. I'm I'm like the only person in my family born in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so my all my my aunts and uncles live in Germany, Italy, and Switzerland. And a lot of my family own some businesses in Germany. And they're like, yeah, you just don't really make that much money mm. it's just not what it is i mean it's a, yeah mm. it's it's uh they're they're democratic you know it's a mm-hmm. democratically run social government yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. socialist government yeah yeah so mm-hmm. yeah damn i'm getting deep guys. deep yeah this is this is like supposed to be a comedy podcast and i'm no, like no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, we do this all the time yeah yeah just goes fucking word spirals um <laughs> we have to take a break but there is just like a product i really want to talk to you guys about on the- <laughs> God, it's so like you are, trust me your skin is gonna be- oh <laughs> we'll be right back We're back on Ladies and Lady. I'm back. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're with Nina Tarr, who's putting on one of her many chapsticks. 50 chapsticks. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm crazy, dude. I gotta <laughs> lather these lips. <laughs> you Do you guys wear lipstick when you know you're gonna eat a lot of food? No. I never wear lipstick, so no. Oh. I, I wear lipstick post meat. Post, yeah, that's usually my move. That's yeah. what I should do because I love lipstick. It's like one of my favorite makeups. Yeah. And it, like if I'm going out to a nice dinner, I normally mm-hmm. would like want to put on a lip. Yeah. But then I just, you know, end up fucking up eating, a wet salad. You're just basically mm-hmm. eating lipstick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. I also don't wear lipstick if I'm wearing like a white like blouse because I know that I'm going right. to like do something. I'm so, so fucking clumsy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I like will spit. I like can't wear white. It'll just be like it'll be clean yeah. for five minutes. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I will say um, this is a little teaser for the. T- oh my god, I, I we're, for the top secret session. Um, this is reminding me because it was after it was after a family meal that I had, but I have an extremely insane, embarrassing story to tell. Oh my god! Oh my god. So yes. if you're very excited, you are not a Patreon member and are curious, go to Patreon.com/slash Lady to Lady to hear this. I can't even believe I'm going to tell you guys. Wow! I'm so excited. It's, I'm very excited for this. Holy shit! Horrific. Oh, I can't. I mean, I'm sure we all have horrifically embarrassing stories that oh. we probably think are like. There's like stuff that I'm like it's too much. Like I don't, even, that. Yeah. I don't necessarily. I have to tell someone just so I don't have to live with it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to like exercise it from yourself a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But, for sure. Um. Anyway, if you're curious about that, go there and check that out. Can't um, wait. But first, let's answer some let's advice. Let's do a lady problem. Mm-hmm. If you have one, send them to us at lady to lady comedy at gmail dot com, and we will talk about it on the show. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Hi, ladies. I talked about my lady problem on the Live at SF Sketchfest episode in January, and I have so many updates that I know you all love. I was the one dealing with my best friend's shitty slut-shaming boyfriend, trying to figure out how to tell my friend how uncomfortable and hurt her boyfriend's, quote, jokes make me. I'd been keeping my feelings about her boyfriend a secret from my other close friends because I didn't want to influence their opinions of him. But after being on the podcast, the podcast, the floodgates were open. Later that night, I met up with another close friend for drinks and revealed that I wasn't the biggest fan of our friend's boyfriend. And her immediate reaction was, thank God, I hate him too. Great moment. Yeah. Oh, it feels so nice. <laughs> As it turns out, she had also come to the same conclusion that he was a total dick based on completely separate events from the ones I had witnessed. So at this point, I realized he wasn't just making rude offensive jokes to me. This friend had also witnessed him being very rude to our friend, the one dating him, which wasn't something I had personally seen and was very upset to hear about it. Slowly but surely, other friends have also admitted that they don't like him very much. So now I know that I'm not just being sensitive. This guy straight up sucks. (sighs) After eight grueling months of hashing all this out with my therapist, I decided it was finally time to talk to my friend about it. I'd been putting off the conversation because we live in different states. I wanted to do it in person, but never wanted to risk ruining the few times a year that we get to see each other when she visits me or I visit her. I had a trip planned to visit her for a few days, and it finally felt like the right time. So on the first night of the trip, when we were just having a low-key hangout in her apartment, I finally spilled the beans. She was incredibly understanding and very receptive to everything I had to say. She says she didn't want me to feel anxious or uncomfortable around him, so she wanted to have a talk with him about his behavior. It didn't put a wrench in our friendship at all, and ultimately I've spent some time with him since then, and he's been much more pleasant to interact with. So whatever conversation she had with him must have worked. Sounds good, right? Well, the issue uh, now is that even though he's behaving better, I still think this guy's an asshole. <laughs> I think if you have to have a conversation with your partner about being nice to your best friend and not making insulting jokes about them, there should be a, that should be a red flag. 
I fear that he may be treating her similarly, and based on the way she seems to blame herself for a lot of their arguments, she'll say things like, I was on my period, so I think I was just being overly emotional. Uh, I have a feeling that he's gaslighting her a lot of the time. They're getting ready to move in together in the next couple of months, and she told me the other day that they plan on getting engaged next fall. Obviously, a lot can happen in a year, but as of now, it seems that this guy isn't going anywhere. So basically, any advice for dealing with your friend's shitty boyfriend who may be around forever? I think at this point in life, I've learned that you can't tell people what to do and nothing I can say to her would make her break up with him but the man but man this is some unfortunate shit love you ladies so much thanks again for letting me share my lady problem on the podcast it was such a fun time hope to see you all in sf soon uh, this is really hard yeah yeah it's a very universal struggle i think though yeah and we've kind of mm-hmm. i mean we've had like problems similar to this before but i think less where they've already talked to them about yeah their person so it's kind of like once it, you do that, you're kind of it's up to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it fair to say, I mean, this isn't you kind of have to let it go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not your life, it's her mm-hmm. life and you know, she lives in another state as well and you know, um I think you can still mm-hmm. obviously you can still be friends with this person. I understand that she's concerned for her like friend's well-being and like her future, but mm-hmm. she's also an adult and yeah. she may like this she might love this person for other reasons. You know, we make mm-hmm. compromises in relationships. We're like, well, I like that you know, this person allows me to be this way and like mm-hmm. or brings out this kind of behavior in me which I actually like, you know, it's all about dynamics, but um mm-hmm. yeah, you kind of just have to nod your head and grit your teeth and give her a thumbs up right i mean <laughs> that's the case exactly it's, it's kind of like yeah, yeah it's just like because what are you going to do she's spoken her piece yeah. at this point then it'll just be like mm-hmm. you know then it's almost offensive if you yeah. kind of like then malign the partner again it's like yeah and yeah. I, I mean i think the upshot I would focus on the upshot, which is that like his behavior around you has changed. So like you, the main thing that you had, you know, Mm -hmm. an actual like reason to say something was like his behavior towards her and that Mm -hmm. changed. So that's good. Yeah, that's definitely good. Um, So now you like, hopefully you can hang out with the two of them Mm -hmm. and you're not going to feel uncomfortable. But that said, I think like, you know, use your judgment, but like if it feels like she's telling you a story that is super gaslighty. I think you can like pause and like, don't just let her, you know, take it as fact that she was being yeah. overly emotional. Maybe be like, why do you think that? Yeah. Don't say like, I think he's a fucking controlling no, I think asshole, but maybe yeah. just, just be there for your friend more instead of like, if you know that he might not give her like the support that she needs to go through mm-hmm. certain things, you can just be a better friend to her and like have that. You can, you can be the emotional support in her life. If her, her partner unfortunately doesn't have that for yeah. yeah or just like question her i like the idea of like questioning her back on stuff to be like let me change your look at it from this angle instead mm-hmm. in a different way and look at yeah. i mean she might figure it out herself yeah. i mean like you know she could figure it out like mm-hmm. something could happen you know i mean we all have friends i'm sure that like their partners are like you're like really this fucking guy you mm-hmm. know like i don't get it but yeah I, then i just don't really want to hang out with them while they're with said partner which is Fine. But it's workable. It's like you totally do girls' nights. You do. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's. I feel like adulthood yeah. is a series of this fucking guys. <laughs> yeah, you know for I sure. <laughs> well, yeah, and it sounds like you guys like visit each other, and like you're already hanging out, kind of separate. Like just plan as much stuff, like kind of just with her. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think friendships also like we have. There's so many people in my life that. I've been friends with for a super, super long time. And sometimes you have like this really great closeness and then 
that plateaus for a minute and then comes back again and mm-hmm. plateau. You know, it's like I've there's like some women I've been friends with for like 15 years and we were like really close. Then like maybe they were like you know then really invested in a relationship or a career path mm-hmm. and then we kind of stopped talking for a little bit. But there was always love there and then we come back because some life things happen and you know it's like a different yeah. course. So this might be like a little not that sounds not really not to make it negative just to like this is I think this is like a peaceful way to look at it because there's people that kind of come in and out of your life for reasons. And then it makes your space space in your own life to allow other people to come in too. So like, maybe this is like a little moment. Yeah. You have a little pause and then you come back and you know, well, yeah, your adult friendships feel very different from like your childhood friendships. Cause it's like, you just have more responsibilities and things that you are, are beholden to in your own life that you want to do. So, you know, you can't like, talk to somebody every day on the phone for like two hours a day, every day for the rest yeah. of your life. That would be, you, there's no time for that. And shit. you don't really, like, yeah. I think, I, I mean, I love engaging with like new people or, or, mm-hmm. or just like coming back to old friends that I haven't like connected to in a while because they then start to incite different parts of you. And like mm-hmm. during your life, you know, that's why sometimes like, like, you know, if you go through a breakup or something and then like, you're like, Oh, I'm hanging out more with like my other female friends that are single. And before I was hanging out with some of my friends that were yeah. in relationships, totally. and, you know, mm-hmm. you kind yeah. of, it's, yeah. it's really nice and they can, you know, it's, I think, a more well-rounded social uh, experience for yourself. And also, mm-hmm. I just, like, you're not... I think it's one fallacy that people play into a lot with romantic relationships is thinking that one person's going to be everything to them. Like, I just no. don't think that's how humanity works. Totally. Like, Mm-mm. that's why we have romantic partners and friends. Like, you yeah. have... You serve a different, you know, function in her life than this boyfriend does. Yeah. So they're not... It's not, like, one or the other. It's, like, yes. she probably needs you because she can't have certain conversations with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And also I would look at it in terms of like, how would you want to be treated? If you were with a guy who obviously you wouldn't think, Oh, I'm with a guy who's controlling me. But if you were with a guy that you knew a good friend of yours didn't like, mm-hmm. how would you want her to act? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be at yeah. peace with it. I mean, like, I mean also this woman, she sounds like she's in love. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's good. That's like really nice for her. And like, you know, yeah, if he's not horrible, he just seems like, he just seems like kind of a classic, dumb, simple guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. just kind of a, like based, like a little offensive, a little maybe like mm-hmm. not really getting some social cues, maybe a little bit like dated. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that's kind of yeah. how dudes are I mean, sometimes. Yeah. If you're a straight yeah. woman, you're going to, some duds are, I mean, come on, there's yeah. going to be some duds in Couple there. Of those are out there. Like, uh, I think really that's it. That is what it is. You have to let go. And it's like, sure. If she starts talking about like, mm-hmm something where she's like not sure then maybe you can use that as a chance to be like yeah i think maybe it's you know maybe yeah this seems like he is gaslighting you or maybe you know yeah. but i think you have to wait for that opening you can't bring it up totally, yeah you know? for for sure Unless then it you'll be itself. then you'll be a trusted confidant instead of right. her avoiding talking about him with yes. you because then she'll know that like oh, you know i can't talk to her about it because then mm-hmm. she'll just always blame it on him so it's like just just be a good friend and listen and you know sounds like you're already a great friend for all the things you've done so mm-hmm. um yeah yeah plus you know i mean like women live longer than men <laughs> so, yeah yeah you guys will be together, together in the there end. Yeah, yeah exactly eat some cheesecake together be together in the end. <laughs> <laughs> start planning your golden girls situation oh my god <laughs> 
I love that just like Barbara just shoehorned in the darkest statement that we everyone almost just let go. I was like, whoa, 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 hey, everybody, pause, pause, pause. I mean, yeah, you be together just a the blip on our yeah. you know, timeline. Yeah, the gold friendship really set us all up to be like, oh no, we'll all have dead husbands in about fifteen years yeah. at the end. We're I will say wild. something adorable to counter that. When uh-huh. I taught senior citizens aerobics, mm-hmm. I sometimes would teach in the retirement home, mm-hmm. and two people in their 90s started dating in my class that's oh cute my God. i know no. i know my uh, my grandmother actually started like dating much much later in her life and this is actually if i if i may uh this is like one of, it's like so beautiful my, my grandmother was married to my grandfather like uh from like i think right after high school they got like married went to college together you know adopted three kids one of which was my father anyway they she divorced him in i believe 1979 1980 something mm. like that um she was then like a working woman she was single she was at this point i believe in her 40s mm-hmm. um and she just like got into the workforce and like was doing her thing um and then starting in her i think late 60s uh, maybe mid to late 60s she joined a bridge team yeah she met a gentleman that was like uh a little older than her only like like maybe 10 years or whatever anyway um they're like fully in love my grandmother is like um, I think she's almost 90. I think she's in her mid 80s. He's like 90. And yeah. she they're like teenagers around one another. That's and so she cute. told me it's the first time she's ever been in love in her entire life oh is with him. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And she found Aww. love in her first time in her life. And she was like, yeah, I think she must have been like 68, wow. 67. That's what I mean. Life That's can so be very long. Life yeah. is very long. And yeah. there's so many things that happen that you mm-hmm. have no idea how to project the trajectory of what could happen. Like mm-hmm. the fact, like really, she's like, it's the first time I've ever been in love. Because wow. she realized that, you know, there was something obviously so like symptomatic uh, of a woman's like life during that. Like she was, you know, this is in the 40s and yeah. 50s that my grandmother was like a young woman. What's expected of you is so. You just marry. Yeah. The guy that gives you the most attention in high school, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you guys go like she. I mean, the fact that she even went to college, she went to Berkeley with him, yeah. and like this is you know. But it's like, yeah, you didn't. It wasn't mm-hmm. about love; it was about logistics. Mm-hmm. It's about we come from the same type of family. Mm-hmm. We can agree on X, Y, Z, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just there was she. That's what's so fucking amazing. It's like, man, you never, you were never in love until you were like in your late sixties. Yeah. So I mean, that's there's like that is like one of my favorite stories because there's like so much hope. Just like in it, you're yeah. Just like, yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love, love that, that too. And you just know yourself so well by then. I'm assuming, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like so probably so amazing to meet someone at that point when you just are like so yourself. And there's no like, like when you know dating like when you're younger and like who am I like? Am yeah. I, you know, who are you? Just, who, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I have to pretend to be this or that. It's just not. And there's so much societal bullshit that is super imposed onto younger relationships that it must be freeing to meet someone when you're older. And it's like, when are you guys getting married? Yeah. 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 (laughs) You're post-menopausal at that point. Like if anything, you're really looking at a, a pure partner mm-hmm. you know somebody to spend your life with it's not about like what does this person offer me it's like the oh it's like the purest thing it's like they only offer me like i like spending time with them yeah like that's just it's just that like, i enjoy the time i have with this person mm-hmm. which is like there's so much purity and like saccharine like energy there that's so sweet 
I love Aww. it. Oh, I love awesome. it. So yeah, tell your friend that she, this side is not the one, but she'll probably find love. Yeah, you can yeah, find yeah. love when you're old as hell. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's so cool. I love that. Stay Thanks, Stay young. <laughs> That's great. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Do you guys, there's a picture of, um, Madonna, who's 61? Oh, oh yeah. with one of her backup with dancers. With her 25-year-old back, backup dancers. Beautiful. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Like, By the I way, I you. think that was just, I think Madonna is just like a cuddly person. Yeah, that didn't look like anything. It was just yeah, like, yeah. it really looked yeah. like nothing. Yeah. But she did fuck A-Rod for a long time. Yeah. 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 God, it's just my hero. I just <laughs> get really emotional when I think about Madonna and how did I we, love her. Did we say on the we, main feed that we like... Took you to Madonna? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if we did because we talked we... about the secret. We yeah. had a seat. We surprised Tess with the Madonna concert oh. like a, a month ago. Where? Yeah. At the Wiltern. At the Wiltern. She did like a residency there. It's like tiny what? show at the Wiltern. And yeah. Was it amazing? amazing? Uh, it was insane. It was really yeah. life-changing. Fuck. She was yeah, like doing stand-up. <laughs> she was doing stand-up. She auctioned off a photo of herself for $5,000 because you couldn't bring your phones in. Yeah. Whoa. And it was such a boss move because she was like, I created this setup that makes this picture worth so much money. I'm Madonna. I'm still going to take your money. Yeah. <laughs> so badass. Yeah. Some gay real really estate cool. guy brought yeah. 5K. Of course. <laughs> it's like nothing to him. Yeah. He like... was just like in the front row. And you're like, yeah, of course. So funny. Yeah. 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 Jeez. Oh, it was I great. Do that. Yeah. Pretty sick. Uh, go to patreon.com slash lady lady if you want to oh, hear that God. bonus episode. All right. Thanks, Nina. Where can everyone find you on the uh, internet or in, li- in life? Pizza Party 69 is my Instagram handle. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Pretty easy. I don't. I'm. Not, I don't go on Twitter, so don't. Don't really fuck with that. But um, I don't know. I'm like the only Nina Tar. If you Google me, I'm like the only person that shows up. So that's kind of tight. That's uh, nice. That's pretty nice. Uh, so yeah, go see your do stand up. See me do stand up. Amazing DJ. Amazing. Yeah. Stand-up. Thanks, man. I perform a lot in New York and Los Angeles. I live back and forth. So if you're in LA or if you're in New York, you know, just. I got all my stuff on the internet. You can just look on my Instagram. It's there. There's stuff there. Uh, get cat. I'm a, I'm a all vinyl DJ. I'm not like a douchebag computer person, but uh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So you can I, I DJ quite a bit, so you can come see me. Uh, all the ones and twos, a lot of funk, a lot of soul, a lot of boogie, a lot of the disco. I got so. a, I got a question about yes. that DJing. Yes. How do you find the song if it's in the middle of the album? Are you just like good at finding it? <laughs> oh, just yeah. like on yeah, a vinyl so, record. So on a record, um, you you can if you hold you up to the light. It? You no. hold it up to the light, mm. and yeah. there there's rings, so yeah, you yeah. can you can read it. It's like 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 okay, track one, right. track two, track three. So it's usually like f- depends on obviously like the length of the album, but like you know, let's say there's five songs on the A side, and then uh-huh. seven songs on the B side, and you could just determine. And then you have a cue in your headphones, I so see. you like you know you have a button that you can hear it, and then you cue it up, mm-hmm. and then you start it, whatever it may be. So yeah, God, yeah, I'm so, always fascinated by that part where I'm always like, I need just. Where's the song? Yeah, you can see it. You can like see it on I'm the record. Look at the record and take the needle, time. and then you're just kind of like oh, tooling around, so cool. and then you can mix it in. You could also like, um, you know, if there's like an intro or outro of a song that you want to like either mm-hmm. omit or add or whatever, you know, you can kind of. This is a fun little experiment, it's a little lab. I've been doing it for so long, DJing for like eleven years. Yeah, so that did, must did you be teach crazy yourself at home? All that? I taught myself. I started DJing when I was eighteen, and then uh, I like house parties, and then um, mm-hmm. I learned from a friend and um like at his house he's like okay and obviously we sucked when we first started but um yeah and then i just kind of became a thing and then i've just been doing it for a long time did you ever consider having a dj pun name yeah i never did that i like just never i don't i just it's just nina tar i like i don't know i i I feel like you got a good name yeah it's already yeah yeah not in high school 
Nina, <laughs> Nina Retar? Are you kidding me? Oh. It's right there, guys. God, high school <laughs> kids are a bummer. <laughs> Nina Tard? Oh. Nina Nicotine Tar? I smoke oh. a lot. And like... <laughs> It's all there. It's bad. So, yeah, not a great name. But uh, I'm picturing you in high school, like, if Mila Kunis played Janine Garofalo in Romeo and Michelle. Whoa. Yeah. I gotta draw that diagram in my head. I was, like, very, yeah. I was, like, a very negative person. So, yeah. I was, like, this sardonic, elitist cunt. Were you, like, very she's all that? Like, this is exactly I was what? just, like, look at people. Like, there would be, like, I don't know, like, boys in, like, billabong tank tops that would make fun of me. And I would just be, like... You're fucking trash with my like fucking <laughs> thick. I'm like was such a dumb bitch though. I like was all like I love Emmanuel Kant. I'm like what a an insufferable person. Like, what a horrible person to be around. I'm like oh well like have you read Noam Chomsky? It's like you're 16. You fucking dumb bitch. Shut up. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. You just read books spine up so people will ask you about them. You fucking. That's the glory of we teenagers, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. All... You guys don't get it. It's like, no, your brain is literally not developed yet. Yeah. yeah. Like, actually it's, dumb. It's so I, at work, sometimes I'll work because I work at the Jewish Community Center. And so they have like teen groups. And I'll just like listen to them talking. And like, They're it's so funny. unbearable. Oh, man. They're insane. Ooh. They're horrible. Yeah. Yeah. The way that teenagers talk, like, oh, my God. God, what are they do? They're awful people. They're probably the worst people on the face of the earth. No, 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 no. Teenagers are much better than junior high students. Same, but I'm saying ages early like teens 13, is for sure. The ages worst. Like, 12, 13 to like 17. Yeah, there's a That's market because I used to substitute teach, and like they oh, are no. markedly more human. At like 15. Yeah. Like, okay, market. that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. there is nothing more ass than I am than a 14-year-old. Oh. There is just... Or like because, a 13-year-old because they're... I mean, think about it, though. In their defense, they are budding with hormones. Yeah. They yeah. are angry. They are yeah. horny. They just they, stop being a kid, which sucks. Yeah. Their language acquisition is not there. So they are, it literally have an inability to express themselves in a cognitive level. Mm-hmm. They are like not... They, they can bear... They're still an amoebic, like, worm human. They're <laughs> yeah, larva. Yeah, yeah. Okay? <laughs> They're fucking larva, and they don't. And they're like, they're just getting boners and get secreting. <laughs> I'm not larva. You're bad. larva. Ooh. And their boobs look. We- and like, yeah, it's yeah. right when you gotta like start covering their bodies mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, when you had like mosquito bites as like a kid. Like I like when you know, when uh, you're, like the you worst. have like weird like fat nipples because you're yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you're like boobs are coming in. You're just like weird like chubby nipples. Yeah, yeah. And your mom's like, okay, we're gonna take a. Another this- thin piece of fabric and put it over because weirdly that's going to mitigate the I situation. I remember my boobs happening. Do I remember having I fat remember nipples. Ha- ha- I've always had small boobs, so it was uh. just kind of like a I got very... big boobs, but I literally don't remember like when. I remember when they were pointed out to me for the first time and I started to hate them. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to Bush Gardens in uh, eighth grade. Monica... I won't say her last name, <laughs> but I know who she is. And we, I had like taken off my t-shirt to go on a water slide. And she's like, oh, Brandy's got big boobs. And like, I just felt like four people look at me. Oh. And it was the beginning of, I, I was like, oh, someday I'm going to chop these off. Oh and my then God. I did. Yes. You did? Yeah, I got a breast reduction like five years ago. Whoa, yeah. dude. So, and they're still big. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, you pretty, you're serving some looks, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. We're uh, still out. Yeah, I remember having fat fat little kid nipples mm-hmm. and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then the training bra situation was literally just it's like whatever a t-shirt's made out of yeah. let's just take that right mm-hmm. and put elastic on it we're is, that's a bra now You're well like, that's what? where i am now yeah. i stopped wearing regular bras and so, so i 
and I don't even have like that's I don't have small boobs at all but like I just don't I I my tolerance for underwires is just completely okay this is gonna be pretty crazy this is good mic drop uh I don't wear bras ever no I haven't worn a bra in like six years I don't I just never yeah I can't do it that's so jealous I that's nice could not ever do that it's yeah. I mean, you guys need the support. I like don't. Yeah, yeah. Just, I can't. There's no way. Do you ever feel self conscious about like people staring at your nipples? Because I don't like wearing bras either. But All sometimes right. I'm like, for I, I just feel it's. I don't care about nipples, but I know that other people. Okay, do. maybe this is maybe how I'm down to present myself to the world, which right. says a lot about me. I like wear shirts where my it. nipples are kind of out because I like like wearing my nipples out. See, I think there <laughs> needs to be like yeah, Riley yeah. tried to make it happen, but like if we just. All put our nipples out at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I also got, cla- I mean, I have set 1970s body. So I like got, like, I'm like, I always, the nips are out. Like I'm down. I don't right, care. And when people look at me with it, I'm all like, yeah, mm-hmm. do it. What, oh, what I fucking hate the most, being shamed about an outfit by somebody like this. Oh, oh, I was pissed <laughs> at the Target in Eagle Rock. <laughs> oh, Target. our Target. Dude, I go, I'm buying fucking makeup, whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. This woman comes up to me with her son. She's holding his hand. Oh, no. He's like 11 years old. Okay, so this is like a weird, I'm like, yo, you're giving your kid already <sighs> weird fetish shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's holding his hand. She comes up to me and she, I'm wearing shorts and like a, like a 60s, like short dress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Over it. And she comes up to me. She's like, by the way, I just want to let you know that I can see your butt. <laughs> I can see your underwear. Oh, no. She says, I can see your underwear. And I, in front of her, I lift my dress up and I go, these are shorts. And then she goes, okay, have a good one. Bye. <laughs> and I'm just all like, so fucking uh, suck my what dick, the lady. Fuck? Yeah. yeah. Shame me. I'm a grown ass woman. Yeah, yeah. Fucking going shop. You don't come up to a fucking grown ass woman. Be like, by the way, your underwear showing. It's like, you know that this isn't fucking she underwear. Wasn't, it wasn't like, by the way, you have toilet paper on your shoe. No, it's or like, like, by the way, you're a slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was all That's like, so yeah. Shitty. And then I just like flashed her in her stomach. I was like, this? <laughs> hey, boy. Like, and then it's like this little boy mortified. I'm like, you're going to be so fucked up because of this lady. And I'm sorry. And you're probably yeah, yeah. going to jerk off to this moment. Yeah, you're like, going to oh, think about this hand. forever. Your mom's holding your hand. Can you wear these shorts at a Target for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, man, oh, you man. just gave your son, like, he's going to have to spend so much money on his sex habits. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah buy, exactly. Like, to be fair, every child growing up right now is. So that's true. Right? He's just coming on bullseyes at home right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, sorry. We were like right, gonna we go, go out. Yeah. yeah. Bye everybody. Bye, guys. See you on the top secret session. Bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcast, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.